0: It's 70s robbery and 21st century revenge as we tackle the taking of Pelham 123 and John Wick on what is most definitely episode 125 of Have You Seen? Hello everybody and welcome to the one true episode 125 of Have You Seen? Um, I kind of jumped the gun a bit last week, I got confused... Yeah. <laughs> is that it? Yeah.
1: I was starting to
0: wonder if I still had a co-host for about three minutes there. <laughs> I'm,
1: I, I, I'm just generally not surprised about you being confused. Oh, thanks. All. <laughs> all right,
0: fine. Fair enough. Uh, the confused one is Corinne Lefort. The unsurprised one is Tom Webb, as usual, as always. There's never been anybody else. No. Uh, and likely never will be. No. So, uh, yeah, last episode, mm-hmm. uh, you pitched me... Uh, heist classic, the Taking of Pelham One Two Three, the original yeah. version. Yeah, uh, and I pitched you uh, Keanu Reeves, Russian Puncher. <laughs> yes, <laughs> also known as John Wick. Yeah. Uh, Should we do them in chronological order? Yeah, I think so. that makes uh, sense. Okay, so you do want do you want to recap the Taking of Pelham One Two Three?
1: Yeah. Um, so the, the the core premise of the Taking of Pelham One Two Three is a group of armed robbers uh, decide to. Um, hold a subway train hostage in demand for a million dollars. They give the transit authority and the transit police a limited time frame into which to get them a million dollars in cash. And after that time, they will start to kill one passenger per minute that they are late. Um, And it's uh, the gang is led by Robert Shaw, uh featuring Martin Balsam and Hector Elizondo and the sort of put upon transit authority cop is Walter Mattel, uh backed up by Jerry Stiller
0: yeah who i only think of like the comedy roles i've yeah. seen him doing um, so in, his, in ben stiller's yeah doing stuff sort of stick yeah
1: um the reason i wanted to pitch it to you cuz this was one that i didn't i hadn't seen until fairly recently, Right. and when I did watch it, you know it's the sort of movie that I would like anyway. But it seemed to me that it influenced so much of what we like.
0: I told someone you'd pitch me an early seventies thriller, and he went, <laughs> "Of course he bloody did." <laughs> um,
1: it's uh, so the the movies that kind of come to mind that you you kind of can see an influence on are things like um die hard speed uh reservoir dogs yeah i wrote all of those down yeah and uh, there's a whole bunch of others as well um i think this this kind of could be the beginning of the transition from what would normally be considered a thriller to an action movie and it's not quite either it's almost like a proto eighties action movie without it being one. Yeah. And it, it you know, they, they they try to put in a bit of humour every now and then and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. Mm. Um Yeah, so that's why I kind of think it's really interesting, is because it, it kind of is like a bridging movie between yes, it your is, sort you're of right. like sixties and early seventies kind of cop thriller dramas. Into what would become, kind of your action hero action movie. Yeah.
0: Anyway, what did you think? Um, I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was brilliant. Really? Yeah. Excellent. Uh, I wrote very few notes because right. I was just so busy watching it. Yeah. And it cracks along. Yeah, absolutely. There does, was a yeah. point where, um, I thought I was maybe like I started it and then there was points like oh, I could kind of do it going to the toilet. Uh, and I thought I was maybe half an hour in, and I yeah. pressed pause, and I was over an hour into the movie, and yeah. I was just, I was engrossed. Mm. I thought it was really good. Oh, that's cool. Um, starting at the very beginning, that yeah. opening titles music is brilliant, Yeah, isn't it? isn't it? It's yeah. just, yeah. Is it Morricone or is it? Um, no, it, I, uh, I'm, I'm sure I, it was somebody big, but I could I be wrong. I
1: Thought it was. It sounds like Lelo Schifrin.
0: It does. That's right. Yeah. But, but I don't think it but is it him. Think it's him.
1: I can look it up. Um, um, but carry on.
0: I also think. Possibly, possibly because of Robert Shaw's accent. Yeah, I have always thought this was a British film, and I guess Pelham sounds like a place that would be in London. Yeah, excellent yeah, yeah. I no, always, I always thought, thought it was on the London yeah. Underground. Yeah, and it was only yeah, it's was like ten, fifteen minutes in, and I'm like, yeah, d- this is this is definitely New York, and yeah. not. Um,
1: um, music was done by a guy called David Shire. Right, fine. Um,
0: Other films of note: Zodiac. Really? the Yeah. The Fincher one? 2007,
1: the Fincher one, and Saturday Night Fever, and Return to Oz. Wow.
0: Okay. Yeah. Interesting. That's a scary wow. film. Oh, that that, is, that is a film that should me. not yeah. be a yeah. PG movie. Yeah. That's a proper 80s PG. Yeah. Ugh. Um.
1: So anyway, let's just carry on. I, yeah. guess, I guess
0: Um. I love the
1: introduction of Walter Matthau's character. With the Japanese, tour- not tourists, the Japanese transit Authority. Yeah,
0: and what I really liked, I loved his New York accent. When he's, he's like, we call it the noise centre. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, it's really
1: like, amped up and over the top. It is, yeah. And you get into that moment of like, oh God, this is the 70s. How racist is this actually going to be? Yeah.
0: And they kind of save it with they a do. They do, kind of, they turn that on its head a bit. Yeah. It's definitely more casually sexist than it is yes. racist. But yeah, think of the environment those characters are working in. Exactly. Think of the yeah. type of people they are. Yeah, it's you can't criticize a movie for that because those type of people were, are going to speak like that. Yes, exactly. That's, that's their that's, mindset.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. I think with, um, I think when it comes to things that. That we would look back on now and think, oh, that's sexist or racist or what have you, or mm. you know, and even now when people do it in movies, I think as long as the, as long as it's true to the character, yes, that's it's my, that, fine. that's my point, and something we'll get but onto it's... when it
0: comes to when we come to John Wick as well, I think. Yes, actually. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, although not necessarily in a sexist, racist sense. No. Um, but anyway, yeah, um, yeah. So I had had no problem with that at all. Mm. It makes sense. It's logical. Yeah, and you know, I like logic in movies. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Um. The other thing I like about Walter Matthau's character, mm. that shirt and tie combo is something else. <laughs> it's proper. It's, on, of, yeah. it's like an orange patterned shirt with a yellow tie, yeah. all the other way around. I think yeah. the tie has a pattern on as well. Yeah, it's And it's real. Like, like yeah, 70s. they probably should have shot this in black and white. Yeah. Um, so the criminals take over the train. Yeah. Um, and they use the uh, they use the the radio to mm. communicate with uh, um, Matthau, who's who's. He's shown the he's shown the tourists into kind of like the noise center, yeah. Uh, where there's who's the other guy? Who's the controller?
1: I can't remember. Hang on, let me look up what his his name is. Yeah, I can't remember the he's,
0: character he's, or the. Um, yeah, he's
1: quite a key.
0: He is, and his his thing voice. is, I don't give a shit what these people are doing. I still have to run a railroad.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> who has the great? <laughs> that's one of my favourite lines in the film. How the hell can you run a goddamn railroad without swearing? <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, um, it's frank frank coral played yeah. by dick o'neill i think okay. he's he's the guy yes
0: frank sounds about right yeah he's... um so yeah and it's easy to forget that he's his character is not a cop and Mathows is
1: yes that's
0: that's the thing and so is stillers as well
1: yeah so that's the interesting dynamic well actually i think the way it splits is it, the interesting dynamic is this You've got Frank, who's the controller. Yeah. who uh, All he cares about is getting the trains to run on time. Yeah. Uh, then you've got uh, Jerry Stiller, who's a cop.
0: Yeah. So he's just a cop. Yes. But, but when you, we see him first, he's in plain clothes and he's sitting at a desk similar to the. Yeah, he is. Yes. The the yeah, the ones in the control room, yeah, with stuff, his yeah. radios and stuff yeah. around.
1: And then Walter Matthau is the bridge between the two
0: but he holds a police rank.
1: Yes, yeah, yeah. So I think the way it works He's, is a, he's have, a
0: non-uniform police officer.
1: Yeah, yeah, but within the transit yes, authority yeah, I yeah, think. Yeah. yeah. So he's a, a high-ranking a, transit cop. I yeah, guess.
0: yeah. Yeah. So he's kind of like the bridge between those two worlds as Yeah. It were. Um but so and that's how that's how he gets dragged into this is because he's showing people into this control room when it yeah. all k- kicks off and he stays Yeah. Uh, to deal with it. Uh, and to not hit his uh, pop shield. <laughs> um there's a bit. He says so when Shaw's first call comes through. Comes through. He yeah. says to Frank, "The guy at the other end has a heavy English accent. Could be a fruitcake." Yeah. Does he mean? Is he suggesting Shaw's character is mad or that he's gay?
1: I, uh, in this instance, I suspect.
0: I suspect more well, I thought I was going the other because really? it's like it's English, he's gotta be a bit limp-wrist.
1: Right, interesting. I that hadn't occurred to me. I just no. assumed Max. And given that's... and
0: given like how, how we've gone with the race that's and the true. sexism yeah, so yeah, far, yeah. Yeah, th- there's a true. fair chance they're gonna throw in some early seventies homophobia. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, that is true. I hadn't thought about that.
0: Um something this movie did not need mm. was the title cards that pop up over locations. Like when they go to the mayor's house yeah his first line is i'm the goddamn mayor so <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. we don't need a title card saying this is the mayor's house yeah. and again later on where they go get the money from the bank yeah you don't need a sign saying this is the bank because you see a cop car pull up the doors open and they get bags of money out it's yeah. not yeah
1: yeah i think that was like a just more of a convention of the time really. yeah i guess but like, so. i think that's that that's one of the hangovers from
0: the old old school thriller yeah um <laughs> i'm just kind of rattling through my notes really yeah um I like the 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 mayor kind of is a bit of comic relief really. This city hasn't got a million dollars even in 1973. <laughs> yeah. I guess I know it was that was more money then but It's I think New York like city. the implication is he's just a bad mayor. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Um I uh I thought mostly that this was kind of way ahead of its time as a screenplay. Yeah. It's I, I really I love the script. I love mm. the wit. I love uh, it's it's cool and it's sharp and it's a proper grown up thriller. It's a movie yeah. for adults. Yeah. Um, to the point where I was surprised when people started effing and jeffing because uh, yeah. I wasn't expecting it.
1: Yeah, and I I also think like particularly Robert Shaw. Yeah. As, like, one of the I. I sp- Suppose we get into one of the first sort of. He's the proto Eurotrash baddie. Exactly, English guy playing the bad guy. Yeah, and and he he carries that air of authority.
0: Yes. And oh, at no point do you ever think anybody else is in charge of that gang.
1: Exactly. Even when not he- that
0: the other henchmen are like the, the not the other characters in the gag are gang are standard dumb henchmen. No. But he is obviously a level above everybody else. Yeah,
1: and even with, with it's Hector Elizondo. Elizondo, Elizondo, who is the, the kind of the live wire,
0: yeah, of the gang. He's the one, yeah. He's he's desperate to shoot somebody, yeah, and yeah. he's
1: like he's in it for the for the thrill of the crime, yeah. not the reward of the the money.
0: Good job, really,
1: yeah. And um, he, even he gets like put in his place quite firmly. Mm. Um, yeah, no, I, I I I like it, and it's interesting because you effectively. The the script gets you into that place of well they're in an impossible situation now because they've taken these hostages and they may well be getting the cops to bring them some money, but how do they escape? Yeah. And that's kind of the, the big crux of it is how how do they get out? And yes. how do you get over the fact of the dead man's handle on the yeah. train?
0: Basically they find a way to disable it and yeah, yeah. It, because one of them is a one of them is a former, former train, driver, yeah. a train driver. Um Yeah, I don't i just kind of ended up bashing out a note if there was something I liked or noticed, really. Yeah, that's Um, fair enough. Put your pants up, Al, we're going downtown. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, There's a bit. So it's it's the race against, actually, one of the diehards it really influences is the third one.
1: Yes, that's what I I, I was thinking.
0: Yeah. Yeah. First and the third, I would think. Um, Yeah. Yeah, with all the tear-assing across town to get the money. Yeah. um, Yeah. Uh, where I noted that those old 70s Plymouth cop cars, yeah. they corner like a wardrobe on skis. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're just horrible things. Yeah. Uh, and they do a pretty good stunt where they flip one as well. Yeah, yeah. And what I liked about that is later when the guys on the motorbike have the yes. money, and they're coming back. You pass Just the tow the truck, car, flipping the car, the car back, back over yeah. again. Yeah,
1: yeah, I like that. It's a nice detail. Yeah. Of like, okay, kind of. It helps
0: you geographically put everything together. Absolutely, yeah. Although and apparently also, the geography, yeah, apparently well, apparently though the the geography of both the overground and underground sequences is completely screwed up. Right, right. Um, they do the route. The I was reading something. The route they say the train does where it's racing through mm. all the yeah. signals at the end. Um, is completely possible, but they do it backwards to the way they say they do it in the film. Right, uh, fine. Um. Oh, one of the things that's... It's hardly touched upon in the film. It's almost like a throwaway thing. They mention that one of the hostages is a plainclothes cop.
1: Yeah, and you're... Uh, I think... Which I completely forgot about.
0: Yeah, and I... Uh, until what? the reveal. And the reveal made me howl with laughter when it turned <laughs> out which person it was on the train.
1: Yeah, and it's kind of like, I like... I like the fact that all this time they're pinning their hopes on this guy yeah. who's completely ineffectual. Yeah. And and it's kinda of like it's that
0: it's kinda of like if if it was not just hu- ineffectual when he does something, he doesn't do anything. Yeah,
1: exactly. So it's like it's it's like um he you know, he would later become your John McClane. Yeah. And he'd be the man who'd have yeah. to sort everything out. Whereas in this, it's kind of like, great, we've got a guy on the inside. But then it's like, oh, he's fucking useless. Yeah. What do we do? Yeah. Um, so well, I, I quite like that sort of dynamic to it.
0: Well, the, uh, someone else, there's another guy who's set up as being a hero, and there's a, there's a beat cop who ends up in the tunnel mm. between, the, uh, between the train and the SWAT team that gets sent in. Yeah. It's a young black beat cop yeah. who disappears like whatever happens to him.
1: Um,
0: oh, he gets he gets the he race gets, joke. Yeah, he he's like, be, be careful where they're shooting because I'm a bit hard to see in the dark. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I don't. Does he get shot? I don't remember him getting shot. He's not one of the two. There are how many now? How many people get shot on the track? The conductor. Yeah. And the uh, the local. I can't uh, what he is. Lineman guy. The yeah. Sig- signalman. Yeah. And then do they kill the cops who bring them the money?
1: Huh? Yeah, possibly. I but think, he just vanishes.
0: I think there's a bit where
1: he manages to kind of escape. Maybe I was writing a note. But Quite possibly. Yeah. I can't I, I think they do they do resolve what happens to him, but I, I can't remember because mm. it is
0: yeah, uh, it was your bar before. Yeah, that was kind of like my only question at the these. end. It was like, hang on, where did that guy go?
1: Yeah, no, I think I think they do resolve that, but I can't remember how. Mm.
0: Um, do we want to tackle any more of the story of this?
1: Because um, means- I'm running out of notes. <laughs> fine. Well, I mean...
0: The important thing here is I really liked it. And I would actually, now I've seen it, I'd be interested to see the remake to yeah. see how this works with the addition of modern technology. Yes, and yeah. how it works as a modern action film?
1: Yeah, I'm not sure it will.
0: I don't know. I'm going to give it a go. Yeah, because uh, I think they're both. Of, I watched this on Netflix, and I think mm, the other one yeah, is as well. So I thought
1: one thing we should talk about is like, so the climax is the runaway train. Yes, but then there's another
0: 20 minutes.
1: Yeah, of finding the guy. Yeah,
0: there's, but you go into police procedural at the end. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, which is really like, and it actually brings you to a fairly tense scene in Martin Balsam's flat. Yeah, where he's shoved all the money in the oven. Yeah, and there's one pack of bills on the floor, which he manages to kick yeah. under the bed, and then it's all and then still wants to uh, light so a cigarette on, off, the, on, on the on the hob the, on yeah. the hob, and yeah. he's a bit uh, oh, if I he opens that, and um, effectively the only thing that gives him away is the cold that he's had yeah. all the way through. Yeah, and I just
0: love. The last shot of Walter that I wrote that that final look is ham and cheese. Yeah. Just, it's, he just played that for everything he could get out of it, Absolutely, didn't he? Absolutely, yeah. And it was like... It's it, like, right, well, it's the end of the day. We've got one take, make it good. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, shit, now that's got to go in the movie. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's funny because it's, it's
1: such a comedic note to end the movie on. It is. Yeah. And it kind of works and doesn't work at the same time. Yeah. I'm always kind of as to whether i like it or not mm. but yeah it's it's and it's just it's
0: slightly too much for a serious heist film but humor american humor of the early 70s was quite broad in that way anyway uh yeah i guess in in sort of like the
1: mainstream big yeah. movies yeah so yeah i it's funny because it maybe just sticks out more now
0: yeah than it did then i would think so yeah yeah, but, uh, um, I
1: like
0: it. Uh, yeah, all in. I thought it was great. I really liked it. Awesome, brilliant. I'm job. glad you liked it. Marvelous. Should we move on to John Wick? Yeah. Okay. Which I should recap for you, really. Yeah. Um, basically, it's what I said last time. Uh, Keanu Reeves is John Wick, and he is having an extremely bad week. Mm-hmm. Uh, his wife dies of a uh, a long term condition. Uh, he goes to her funeral. Uh, uh, a package is delivered to him, uh, an on-event-of-my-death package is delivered to him containing a puppy. He bonds with this puppy. And then a bunch of Russians, uh, who he annoys at a gas station, show up, Mm. steal his car, kill his puppy. John Wick, we then find out, is a hitman who got out of the business and um, he gets out all his old gear and uh, heads out for revenge. Yeah. Uh, as I said last time, I really like this because it reminded me of, it reminded me a lot of Faster. Yeah. It reminded me a lot of uh, the kind of Hong Kong action films I would watch mm-hmm. in my yes. late teens and early twenties. I could, I said before I could easily see Chow Yun-Fat in the John Wick role. Yeah. However, because of the martial arts element, which Chow Yun-Fat cannot do, mm. um, it also made me think of like the, there was a golden period of Jet Li. Yeah. Between like 93 and 97 where like his modern action movies would be gunplay and martial arts combined. And that's what the fights in this are. Yeah. It's both a good throwback and a modern action film all at once. Yeah. Um, And it has from nothing from dust... Created a new action franchise. This is not based on anything. It's an no. original screenplay. Yeah, and they've created a new a new hero, a new icon, a new franchise. So this got a sequel. Got greenlit almost immediately.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm not surprised. Either. No.
0: Um, what did you think? Um,
1: overall, I really enjoyed it.
0: I did say last week there are some things I would do differently. Yeah,
1: and I I wonder if there'll be the same things that I would as well. Yeah. So what I really liked, particularly about the beginning, is the whole wife backstory yeah is dealt with with no like expositionary dialogue it's, it's, it's a montage done, in like
0: 90 seconds yeah isn't it? and yeah. it's
1: done really well yeah and the first time anyone really directly speaks about it is when Willem Dafoe talks to him at the funeral and then you get her voice over reading the note which kind of clarifies a couple of bits yeah which you know but it's not to the extent where you think oh I've just I've just been babysat and yeah, told
0: yeah. no it um it, it uses the language of cinema very well rather yes. than just telling you things yeah um, it's funny you've gone in with that because my first change is I would have cut the opening scene,
1: right? okay. Which is
0: like it's like a shot of a shot of a loading dock and uh, yes. an SUV rolls in, bumps into the dock, and a bloody Keanu Reeves falls out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's I would completely have got rid of that unnecessary. Yeah, because you're then waiting a ninety minutes to find out how he gets to that point. Yeah, and it's not necessary. No, you don't need to. No, see,
1: I think my biggest complaint about this Mm. is Is it the rack
0: focus on the dog turd
1: no (laughs) Um, my biggest complaint about this which is what i think differentiates it from faster is that with faster you have this intrigue of actually solving a mystery yeah whereas with this it's a bit like taken in the fact that it's a very linear plot and there's not any kind of sort of b-story or
0: that's true i, um, I think it, the the difference between this and taken though is at various points your hero is actually in danger of course yeah, yeah like yeah, yeah. liam neeson who appears to be yeah. bulletproof and- yeah
1: i i just think it needed an extra layer to it okay but i'm not i can, under- I can understand that and, and i actually think i that- think i
0: enjoyed the straightforward nature though
1: Yeah, yeah, me me too. But Mm. actually, I was because I've been thinking about this and thinking, well, did it need more depth? Did it need like Baxter Mm. or something like that? I thought, well, maybe not. And then I kind of struck upon something that I think is the reason why I felt a bit um, that certain things were slightly anticlimactic.
0: Yeah. So we'll cover that later on, I think.
1: Yeah. um,
0: Because I watched this, uh, I watched this again last night. Yeah. To kind of because I didn't write notes first time round, I just watched it. I'm like, that's brilliant. Tom's getting it on the show. Yeah. So I'll go through the
1: stuff I did like, and then when we kind of, yeah, right. Wh- when we get to a point where we can talk mm. about all of the plot and spoilers and we'll, we'll go through mm. what I think would actually help it without having to add that extra layer. Yeah. Um. So the one thing, uh, it, it's funny actually, because I, I, I said to my wife when the dog appeared that if, we ever had a dog, because I'm not really into dogs, mm. but beagles are my favorite dog. Yeah, and then if there's ever a way to get your audience on side with your hero, it's kill his dog and have someone he's fighting against that you just want to punch by looking at him.
0: And Alfie Allen is that man, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> even before he, 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 when he just gets out of the car, you think, Oh, god, <laughs> what a little ass exactly. Good. Um, and I, I love the cars, mm-hmm. obviously. Yeah, you would. Um, you know, there's two types of Dodge Charger, so that's fantastic. <laughs> um, I, the, I, the action, I thought, was really, really good in that it's stylized
0: mm. but it
1: doesn't feel unnatural.
0: That's exactly what I thought. It's, it's both slick and rough around the edges in the right places. Yeah, I mean... Because, like, okay, he is... As, okay it's kind of like a backstory to that you are drip fed um information about his notoriety and yes. how much of a badass he is through other characters everybody else in that film is scared of him yes that's what i quite i like and that. even before you find out what he does yeah like you know he it's just like even while he's seemingly being a normal guy he understands russian the security yeah. guy at the airport just lets him pass to drive around on the on yeah. the tarmac um John Leguizamo, his character in the chop shop, when he's brought Wick's yeah. car, he will not take it from the Russians. Yeah. You and know, the, the, nobody wants to mess with no, him.
1: And then when um, Michael Nykvist's character, Vigo, is told. Oh, oh on the phone, it's Yeah, like, yeah it's like, it's like a your, your son's. Oh. Star- yeah. And look, he <laughs> literally just goes, oh. Yes. And he, like just that is yeah. perfect because it's like, oh, even he's scared. Yeah. It's like, yeah. you know. Um, yeah, so I like that. I think uh, there's a few moments where, like, He's just waving his arm about, a shooting, and like people. Every single shot takes yeah, someone out. I, I, again,
0: but that what I meant was like leading on from these hints being dropped about yes, him. Yes, yeah. You are then shown in the action sequences exactly why they are scared of him Absolutely. because he is that good. Yeah, I think I think it could have. But there are still moments where he gets surprised, and that's where it becomes Absolutely. rough. Absolutely, yeah, has yeah. To... Or he
1: runs out of ammo, yeah, yeah, exactly. Stuff like that,
0: yeah. Although there is a stupid bit where he runs out of ammo, has a fight with someone, gets thrown off a ledge, realizes oh, I've got another gun in the back of my trousers and shoots him anyway. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, um, yeah. The way I put it is the it's slick and brutal with just enough rough patches. It still has corners. It's not like a perfectly yeah. smooth sphere. It's got lumps and bumps on it, and yeah. it's like. Not only is he dangerous, he's really fucking good at being dangerous.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I just trying to see what oh, that's heard. the other
0: one of my probably one of my favorite scenes is mm. um, there's the first proper action sequence where uh, Nyquist has decided, like, well, all right, I'm going to have to try and deal with it. Yeah. Sends a whole load of guys to John Wick's Hell, house.
1: Yeah.
0: Wick takes them all out and it really great
1: scene
0: mm. um and then the doorbell rings yeah and he opens the door and has a cop yeah who knows him and he's like uh we've had a noise complaint he's like i've just yeah. back you back in the game." He's like no i'm just taking care of some stuff and the cop looks around him and sees a couple of dead bodies he's like i'll just let you get on with it and leave <laughs> yeah yeah
1: yeah i think those little nods to like you say his and that notoriety. kind of explains
0: sorry i'm interrupting again that kind of explains as well why the police don't then show up when these guys are shooting each other in the streets later yes, in the movie.
1: absolutely, yeah. yeah. It's kind of a nice little... I think um, he's the
0: only cop in the whole film.
1: I think you're right. Yeah. It's a nice little way to sort of... Just, let's just deal with that. One thing I really did love is I, I loved that idea of the hotel, mm-hmm. the
0: coins, yeah, and, like, Ian McShane. See, and- this is another thing where I'm talking about they've started a franchise. Yeah. You've got a mythology. Gold coins, Charlie's clean-up crew, yeah. the hotel... Um, Perkins, even though she's now dead. Um, spoiler. Uh, yeah, Ian McShane's character. Yeah. Um, all of it, like it's like a graphic novel that's been made into a movie. Only the graphic novel uh, doesn't exist.
1: Yes, absolutely. Yeah, and I, I just, I, I really liked all of that. That side to it, mm. I thought it was really good, and that kind of fleshed it out a bit. Mm. Um, I kept, I kept, all kind of sort of found a little slightly jarring is that in. Places Michael Nyquist, looks exactly
0: like Alexei Sale, when
1: well, he's got okay. his pork pie hat on, <laughs> and every now and then
0: I was just like, what? "I didn't, I didn't, I didn't think that." What I did think was there's a bit in the end fight scene with him and Keanu Reeves where I wrote, <laughs> "Looks like Keanu strangling Santa." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I love what is I like Uh realistic silences. Yes. They don't go pew, they still go bang, just quieter. Yes. Which is what silencers do. Yeah. Suppressors, whatever you want to call them. That's what they do.
1: Yeah, yeah. I thought all of that was pretty good. uh, Although I watched it uh, with the 5.1 surround. Oh, yeah. And the... It suffers from that really horrible thing that a lot of action movies suffer from:
0: mm. very quiet
1: dialogue, really loud action. Yeah, yeah and yeah, you're yeah. constantly you kind of get that.
0: Yeah, you get that bit in the. I watched it just in regular stereo. Yeah, and you get that, yeah.
1: and it was like it was insane. The volume level changes that would yeah. go from scene to scene. It would lurch about a bit, which mm. is a bit annoying because you're constantly having to try and even it out a bit with the remote. Yeah. Um. So, I was thinking about. Because the other movie that this kind of reminds me a bit of is the Tom Jane Punisher.
0: Okay. Um, also featuring Kevin Nash, who shows up exactly, in this film. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Dubbed. Yeah. And I like that as well. The giant bouncer Absol- is, is scared of John Wick yes, yeah, and I, just leaves. Yeah. That's
1: a really cool scene. Um, but And I think this is what it was, because it effectively has a very similar concept to the the story of hmm. that, that, the way they do that Punisher yeah. movie in particular. But the bit it's missing is the... The psychological takedown. So there's there's effectively...
0: Yes, it's just physical revenge, isn't it? Yeah.
1: Well, I guess it could be quite... So this is the thing that I was thinking. So I'm going to go full on spoilers and we'll talk yeah, about Yeah, okay. That. Well, we always say we're going to yeah. do that. So there's... You have the fight in John Wick's house. Yes. Which is great. You have the fight in the club the red circle Circle nightclub which is brilliant that's
0: really good yeah
1: that should be the climax of the movie so maybe yeah but what i see what i think is is the problem is this movie's in the wrong order possibly because he kills Alfie allen right about
0: i have a note about this carry on
1: it's about i don't know what uh, half an hour 40 minutes from the end yeah and he's the guy he's exacting revenge upon. Mm. And even though his dad is the big boss and trying to protect him, I think it would work better if Alfie Allen was holed up in the club, protected, and John Wick systematically kills everybody else, including his dad. So Alfie Allen knows this guy can take down the biggest gangster. Yeah, and okay, then I he can... comes to him All right, in that, that final scene in the nightclub and that should go at the end. okay. And that way, I think you would get a lot more satisfaction out of his death because you can have that moment where John Wick goes to him. This is what you took away from me. Mm. And this is what I've taken away from you. And that moment doesn't exist because he says it to his dad, who at the beginning is just like, oh, shit, I'm really sorry. But yeah. He shouldn't have done that. And
0: he's actually almost on John Wick's side. So but he then puts a $2 million contract on Wick's head. He does. And sends all kinds of people after him. Absolutely. But
1: I still think the revenge is being exacted upon and should be focused on Alfie Allen because he's the one that perpetrated the crime that sparked this off. Yeah. So that's what I, that I think if you swapped the 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 Santa fight in the rain for yeah. the, for the nightclub <laughs> yeah and like for, so there's also the attack on the like the warehouse isn't there where these mates playing computer games yeah and he goes after him so if you did the attack on John Wick's house the attack on the warehouse mm. where Alfie Allen gets away mm. then John Wick changes tactic takes out. Dad and the rest of the gang, mm. and then goes to the nightclub. Okay, I think that would be a much more satisfying revenge journey because you end up, like you, you know, you get the face-to-face moment, mm. and you have that scene where John Wick's staring at the man that took away his grieving process mm. and exacts his revenge. So that's what I think would have done. And I no, think, I
0: get that. that makes that makes good sense.
1: So I, I I kind of feel like when initially I thought it needed an extra layer. I then kind of at the end of it thought, actually, if you reordered it, you might yeah. satisfy all of the things that I felt was slightly lacking. Having said all of that, I still enjoyed the movie. Yeah, 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 I thought it was good.
0: Well, I kind of, I wrote more that the killing of Yosef might appear like anticlimactic because mm. he just, there's no showdown. He just walked up to him and shoots him in the head. Yeah. Yeah. But that little scrub is never going to pose a threat to Wick at all. The only reason no. they take him down in his house is he's got a gang of guys with him mm. with baseball bats. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and when Wick gets to him, he's got nobody left.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's why I think if that's at the end, mm. it, it really rams home to Joseph that you are completely insignificant. Yeah. And that's what, you know... Mm. That, so that, for me, was what was slightly missing, and that's why I would
0: mm. reorder it. As and if it we're right. going to talk about the Santa fight in the rain, yeah, as it's now going to be called, um, he... There's been an hour of this movie that's been cut out. Wow. Yeah. This ran this ran almost three hours at its first cut. Blimey. And they were talking, you can't really do that, and got cut. Down. It's like an hour and 45 now. Yeah. And the uh, Nyquist character got much more offense in on Wick. Right. In the end fight. Yeah. Which they took out because they were like, he wouldn't be able to. Yeah. And my problem with it was, he needed to. Yes. He's not enough of a challenge yeah exactly yeah yeah Um, he's not enough of a physical threat um i think there's a point where he pulls a knife Mm. and i think maybe he should have pulled them earlier Mm. and been better with them yes or had a taser or something that could have something that nobody else had yeah that he knows how to do yeah that's his defense against this guy yeah and it's not a, and it's a seren- challenge for wicks to overcome rather than the inevitability that he's going to beat this guy yeah it's just a matter of how long he can how, how long santa can survive
1: yeah you kind of you kind of know that he that all of that's going to happen and yeah. i think that's the trouble with the the Alfie Allen thing being so quick and being earlier is mm. because once he's dead you're mm. kind of like well that's it done really and we know it's just mopping up the rest yeah
0: it's kind of it's a great revenge movie with poor bookends yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah yeah like the 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 things I would change are quite literally just the beginning and the end. Everything yeah. else in the middle I really like. Yeah, no, it's, I, it's like it's 90% of the way there. Yeah,
1: I reckon you could take this movie and just reorder some scenes. Possibly. And it would be Hey, if you've really, got the other really hour
0: knocking around as well, you probably could. Yeah. Um somebody, I was talking about this with somebody the other day and I can't remember who and I can't remember why, but the subject of sexism in this film came up. Right. Why, when he's attacked by Miss Perkins, mm. is she the only one he lets live? When all the men yeah. attack him, he shoots yeah. her, but he goes soft on the girl.
1: Yeah. I think that's... I think...
0: That's I mean, like, he, he punched her in the face pretty hard. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's... I mean... But, like, if that had been a man, he would have just killed him.
1: Absolutely. Uh, but I think there's a there's a line that gives you that I thought, I don't Moral separation between hero and villain, Mm. which is not necessarily, it's not necessarily based on the characters and then their world, but it's based on what's imposed by the audience. Right. So basically, brutality towards women will never, you'll never be able to do that as a hero because why would you? Mm. So I think that that, it, it's funny because you've it's got a
0: consequence that. of it being a movie
1: yeah and it's kind of like okay if this if by the same consequence by the same toe like two yeah, sides yeah. of the same coin you've got okay if if you're not being sexist he should be able to just punch her and kill her like yeah he, she would he would a man because yeah. he's treating her equally yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 but and then on the other side of that you've got He's a man of... he shouldn't be
0: hitting women. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Even we, when they're trying to kill him.
1: Yeah, and it's kind of like, well, you can't. You
0: you, you can't, can't have both ways. Yeah, exactly. And you know, it's we, a weird kind of reverse sexism. It is, not, isn't it? Yeah. And it, and it's, and and also reverse equality by the same yeah, token. It's, it's so one of weird. the it's
1: one of the issues I have with with lots of campaigns for equality mm. is that you often find like if you have feminist groups doing equality for women or you have like minority racial Mm. groups doing equality for like Black Lives Matter and all this kind of stuff. It's like I understand that there are are like some deep-seated issues
0: that are causing these problems.
1: And it's like, you know, they they need to be fixed. But sometimes by drawing attention to that, it's like surely if everyone just campaigned for equality for everybody, Mm. all of that should sort itself out. And sometimes by, it's like how can something by equal by singling it out?
0: Yes. Yeah, it's almost it's getting a bit life of Brian, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, we're all equal. I'm
1: not. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: So I, you know, and know it's it's one of those really tricky
1: conundrums. Yeah, in some that, people are more
0: equal than others. Yeah, and I know, and I, yeah, I know what you mean. I don't want to turn this into like a strange political. No, absolutely,
1: show. no, no. But and 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 it's but it's interesting you say that yeah. that that is it's a weird. And it's something point. I hadn't
0: thought of until that conversation. Yeah, because you're so used to seeing it in films. Yeah, I guess.
1: Absolutely, yeah, and and it's one of those things. It's like you know, every, everyone can turn around and say, well, you shouldn't hit women.
0: Yeah. And he's like, well, no, absolutely not. Mm. Of course you shouldn't. No, you shouldn't, you hit, men shouldn't hit men either. <laughs> no, exactly. No, nobody should be hitting anybody yeah. unless they've got gloves on and they're yeah. paid to do it.
1: Yeah, so, so it's that horrible
0: minefield of, it of, is.
1: of like, how, you know, does taking it too far mm. effectively bring it back on itself the wrong way.
0: Mm. So linked into that mm. and that fight between them, yeah, sidestepping so a little bit, we haven't talked about Willem Dafoe, really no and his role no as the the grizzled old vet yeah who initially and it's only something i thought about the second time watching it through when uh the mob boss offers the contract he offers it to defoe's character first Mm. um who asks if it's exclusive and he says no and he says okay well i will kill john wick for you yeah he never tries no he's protecting him or even when you think he's trying to kill him yeah he's actually he's actually protecting him Mm-hmm. Uh, which is and the first uh, the subtlest of the clues is when um, uh, Perkins is creeping into Wick's room yeah and uh, he, he shoots he, the pillow he shoots the pillow rather than shooting Wick to alert him that something bad is going to happen yeah yeah I li- I really liked his character like, there is no way he should have missed that shot if he was actually aiming yeah. for Wick
1: and you know there could have easily been that extra layer yeah. That if yeah. they developed it a bit more, the the, the, the relationship between the two, yeah, um,
0: again, I think this is the consequence of an hour of cuts, of course, yeah, um, yeah, but no, yeah, I liked his character. Um, I liked that when he's being tortured at the end, he got that one final 10 seconds of just trying to, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll escape. go out on my own terms, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, is there anything we've missed? um i did actually two things i did put down um it it's a film i noticed it on second viewing it's a film that largely just jumps from one action scene to another yeah and it it will go fight fight quiet scene fight quiet scene fight etc like that and there's not much buffer between the actions but Uh. it never forgets there's a story Mm. And it never forgets to move it along using the action. All of the yeah. action sequences happen for a reason and yeah. make sense.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I think pretty much everyone who created this comes from a stunt background. Yeah. Didn't they? So they're yeah. used to telling
0: story through, through action, action. Or at least wanting to. Yeah. What surprised me is the action coordinator on it is a guy called James Liu. Yeah. Who's been around forever. Mm. And I've always... I used to really not like his stuff. Right. But... I think it was just looking back. I think it was just directed badly by people who didn't know how to direct action. Yeah. Now what it's What else did he do? Uh, he, he oh, doing? he goes back. He's like, he was like, I almost said low level. That's not quite right. I think of him as doing like all those straight to video Mark Cascos movies, right, and that kind of thing. Yeah. That was like his level, and he'd do like TV fight scenes and that Fine. kind of thing. Yeah. But in TV, it's director of the week. Yes. Who might not know how to shoot this action scene? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, with those. Straight to video movies, it's some um, usually some dumb fuck who has no idea how to direct a movie, yeah. And yeah, I think it's now because there is someone directing who knows what to do with yeah. action, having come from that background, yeah, it highlights the choreography rather than hiding it, yeah. One of the other major, majorly important things in the action scenes is pretty much all of that is Cardinal Reeves doing his own stuff, oh, yeah, that, He's I mean 50.
1: I know, yeah. Absolutely. And he still
0: he moves yeah. great and
1: but he does martial arts and stuff and He does but the martial arts he does in this mm. are two that he doesn't
0: do. <laughs> I did read a thing where it's like um you could give him an hour and he'd memorize the all yeah. the choreography so for the appa- days thing and right. just be able to do it.
1: So apparently the um the little featurettes started auto-playing after oh, I, the film. Oh, I haven't
0: watched the Blu-ray. I've only right. seen the film.
1: I didn't watch them all. I just saw some. something. Okay. Uh, so the the fighting is mostly jiu and Judo.
0: Yes. Yeah, there's a lot of takedowns and ground locks and stuff. Yeah. And, uh, and Oh, and that's something I really like in the action scenes. Like, he'll be shooting people and someone will get in too close to shoot and yeah. it looks like he's doomed and he'll pull some crazy takedown <laughs> yeah. you can't even work out the physics of. Yeah. And like... He's broken his leg, and that's yeah, you know, that kind of thing.
1: The, so the way what the way they went about doing it was that because obviously he does kung fu and other martial arts, yeah. Um, they were like, okay, well, rather than teach you a fight sequence, we're going to teach you the fundamentals of these of the martial arts. of these martial okay. arts, and then that's why he was able to learn stuff so quick because he knew the fundamentals. So they would just that's embellish clever. them very slightly, yeah. um, and apparently during the. Uh, one of the fights that they did in the nightclub, mm. um, he turned up. He was sick, had a temperature of 104. Mm. learnt the choreography on the day and then did the scene. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, he's they were they were talking about him and how dedicated he was to doing that mm. thing because he was learning judo and jujitsu something like five days a week for eight months. Bloody hell! Eight hours a day. Yeah. I've Crazy. seen
0: I've seen the movie he directed, the martial arts movie oh, he directed, yeah. Man of Tai Chi, yeah. which starts really well mm. and then rapidly falls off a cliff. Right, Eko Uace turns up at the end, does fuck all. Oh Yeah, yeah it's so weird. Yeah, uh, but I, he wears a cool jacket at the end that I want. Um, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I was kind of disappointed in that, especially given like how much. Keanu loves his his yeah tai Chi and I, his of, Kung Fu I and saw stuff.
1: that was on like maybe Sky or something like that mm. and I didn't watch it I kind of thought, well, the maybe first then. half
0: an hour or so was good but then it kind of becomes your standard martial arts tournament movie right and it's I find, found it deeply unsatisfying towards right. the end um, Fair my one final thing I have on this film mm. this feels like the film that Max Payne movie should have been
1: right I don't know anything well I only know the very bare basics of Max Payne I didn't really play the games, and I definitely haven't. Seen oh, the I film. did. I've,
0: pl- uh, I've played. I've played all three to some degree or another. Mm. Um, w- and that they largely are tales of gun fueled revenge. Yeah, and then they made that movie with Mark Wahlberg in it. Mm. Yeah, and it feels like this is uh, to me. It feels like that's This is what right. that should have been. But overall, thumbs up. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. Well, yeah. we've done well this week. Haven't we? Yeah, pitches. Yes. Okay. Me or you?
1: I don't mind. Whichever way you want to go. Be me then.
0: All right. Uh, we're kind of working through a whole bunch of my recent favourites. Right. Um, is Wick the first? I'm trying to remember how many I've got lined up. Uh, yeah, okay. So I, I, after this one, I know what my next two pitches for you are. Right, okay. I just don't know which order we're going to do them in. Fine, okay. I'm about to give you yep. what was probably my favourite new movie of 2015. Okay. Inside Out.
1: Oh, excellent! I haven't seen it. Oh, obviously I obviously haven't seen this. You yeah, good enough fucking hope not. I, 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 I kind of, I've kind only of got a basic idea of what it's about.
0: Okay. On the outside, it's the story of Riley, who's an 11-year-old girl from Minnesota, who mm-hmm. she's an only child, and they have to move to San Francisco with her father's job. Right. Um. On the inside is the real story. Right. Her five core emotions: mm-hmm. joy, played by Amy Poehler; mm-hmm. sadness, played by Phyllis Smith from The Office. Right. Uh, Fear, played by Bill Hader, uh, disgust, who's Mindy Kaling, also from The Office, mm. and anger, who is Lewis Black from The Daily Show, right? Which is perfect casting. Apparently, he was their only choice, and he like <laughs> he wanted to do it immediately, right? Uh, even after thinking, oh, they would, they would never, they would never cast me in this kind of film. No, they don't know who I am. Yeah. Um. So it's those five. Uh. Core emotions sharing and fighting over control of the console that drives her right okay. so the concept is inside every human head you yeah. have these five things and yeah. there's a there's like it's like a starship enterprise console right that gets more complex the more you grow so when you start you you start from Riley's birth yeah. and it's just a button right it's just joy and a button and then the other things kind of come in around it All right um I think this is up there with the peak of Pixar films. Right. This is up there with the first two Toy Stories. The third one's not actually that good. No, I can't. It's think. massively overrated. That oh, film. I
1: really didn't like it. Uh,
0: uh, yeah, it's up there with the first two Toy Stories and Finding Nemo and Monsters, Inc. And all those things that people say are the five-star Pixar movies. This, yeah. To me, this is one of them. Um, it's brightly coloured and there's slapstick in it, which mm. kind of feels out of place. Right. Mostly with the the fear character. Mm. Um and I think there's probably more in it for adults than there is for children. Right. It's the perfect pictorial representation of the psychology of growing up. Okay, that's interesting. and that's what I like about it. Yeah. The way those are, the way things like um, things in the human mind are represented. So the imagination there's an imagination projector. There's islands that represent different parts of personality. Uh, the way they represent short and long term memory, brain freeze. Uh, the representation of how dreams are made, all that kind of thing. Mm. Um, yeah, it's just. I've watched it how many times? I've seen it. I've seen it twice now, right? Uh, and I think the first time I watched it on a plane, uh, it was definitely better watching it on fifty inches of Sony than it was yeah, watching probably, it on a seat yeah. back. Uh, but um, I don't. I don't. I all right. I don't really want to tell you any more about it. Fine. Uh, suffice to say that I. Absolutely love it to bits. Right, okay. Uh, I think I'll do. All right,
1: fair enough. I'm going to pitch you something that is so polar opposite to that. (laughs) Uh,
0: (laughs) I had a toss-up, right? right. Violent action movie or kids' film. And I thought, we've just done a violent action movie. Let's swing back the other way. Yeah,
1: fine. No, that's good. No, I'm going to pitch you 12 Angry Men. Oh, really?
0: Yeah. Very interesting.
1: Yeah, because I, um, I watched it over Christmas for the first time
0: one of those things I always feel I should have seen but haven't. Yeah,
1: yeah. and I was like that, and I kind of thought, oh, all right, I'll watch it. And I got absolutely gripped by it. Interesting. And it's 90 minutes. It is absolutely plotted perfectly. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are moments where it's obvious that it was a stage play. Yeah. There's, there's one scene in particular that, that I think is would be incredibly powerful on stage. Doesn't probably work quite as well okay. at, in, in the film, but it is still quite a powerful scene. Um, what uh, What I think I found fascinating about it was the fact of how much I related to it. Okay. Having done jury service.
0: Now, this is interesting. You have... I haven't. I was sent a letter to do it and it was the week I was starting a new college course and a new job. Yeah. And I wrote back and said, I just, there's no way I can do this. And they went, okay, you're excused. That was something like 18 years ago and I haven't heard a peep since.
1: Yeah. Um, It's um, absolutely fascinating. Um, And I really related to, I I could remember sitting in the jurors room Mm Mm-hmm. And having the similar sort of conversations. Right. And you get similar sort of characters. And then you've got the interplay between them. And it, I, you know, I think when did I do my jury service? Must have been. It was some time ago. 2005, 2006, maybe. Thereabouts. Right. Um. And this movie was made in the late 50s. Yeah. yeah if To me, it was like, you know, a jury room is still like that now. Right. Um, and I don't know if we'll have time next week, but it would be interesting to, because something we've both seen that has similar themes to this. I
0: knew you were going to come for this.
1: Is Making of a Murderer.
0: Making a Murderer. Making a it. Murderer. Um. Yeah. I, I was don't know just I thinking, time. we've both seen that. Should we just do a show about that? Like a so bonus episode. it
1: kind of segues with this really nice But thing. I have a
0: terrible memory and would need to watch all 10 hours of <laughs> <game. laughs> it right, again. fine. It's up to you. It's fascinating, and I don't want to get into it because we're like fifty minutes into this show, and we will do exactly. another fifty minutes. It's not It's not relevant. Yeah. Okay. We'll have a chat about this off air. Uh,
1: yeah. Well, let's uh, let's have a think about next week's show, and because we've got mm. a lot to pack in.
0: Yeah, we do. Yeah. <laughs> there's oh something else. Okay, I'm going to give you the uh, the Blu-ray. Right. Uh, I recommend when you finished watching the movie, also watch Lava. Right. Which is the short that played in front of Inside oh, Out in okay. the theaters, which yeah. is just a nice, um, it's a nice little short about a lonely volcano. Right, uh, and then there's also an uh, an Inside Out short, okay, uh, called Riley's first date, oh, right. which okay. could easily have been a deleted scene from the film. Right. It made me laugh out loud several times in the space of four minutes. Oh, so okay. I, I definitely recommend watching that. Okay, cool. And there is also right. something else we'll probably be talking about on yeah, the exactly. show next week as so well. So
1: that's why I am a bit kind of like, oh, it would be great yeah. to do it, but so we'll have to have a think about it. Yeah, and whether we do like a, a separate show just. For yeah, that.
0: yeah. Okay. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, just
1: because. Yeah, um, the only reason I mention that is because it. it you know, basically all of that stuff. And everything that comes down to in a jury room is the single phrase beyond reasonable doubt. Yes. And it becomes apparent very quickly that a lot of people do not understand what that means. Mm. Um, So that's what I find really, really fascinating Mm. about 12 Angry Men and also about Making a Murderer.
0: Yes, yeah. It should be this like it's it's an analog process. It's yes. yes or no. There's no in between. Yeah. It's not. It's not. Yeah. Three quarters full or three quarters empty. It's like it's. Yeah. Well, this is the thing
1: because people don't realize you can think he did it, but you would have to find someone not guilty because you can't prove beyond reasonable doubt that they did. Yes. And that's where I think a lot of people have the problem. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not. W- if you think someone is guilty or not, it's, it's whether, not an opinion. Is the evidence there that mm. they did it definitely? Yes. And yeah, so that I think that's the thing that's, that's interesting and worth discussing. We've we'll already touched on it quite a bit. Mm. Um, when we when we talk about Twelve Angry Men,
0: cool. Um, so that should be a really interesting show next week if we're doing yeah, movies absolutely. that that disparate. Yeah, yeah. Um, something I was looking for, and it took me ages to find because. Mm fucking pages um, right. for Facebook is yeah. an impossible thing to yeah. fight your way through Trevor Flattery probably oh, the longest yeah. running and biggest supporter of this show <laughs> <you know, laughs> who's not related to either of us yeah. um, sent us a little missive on Whiplash and Ex Machina
1: yes I saw that yeah. which I shall read now excellent
0: uh, Trevor says so Whiplash and Ex Machina while I have no issues whatsoever with Whiplash as a film I did want to address Kieran's question about Miles Teller's fucked up face <laughs> He was, ironically, in a car accident in his youth and it looks like it was pretty serious as the largest scar is across his neck. certainly is. Mm. But having a face that looks like 10 pounds of shit in a five pound bag doesn't explain (laughs) why he's such an arrogant arse in real life. (laughs) Most of his co-stars rarely have flattering stories about him and despite his acting chops I feel like his pompous tendencies may someday ruin his career. I, w- I wonder That if... hasn't that hasn't happened for a lot of dickheads in Hollywood.
1: No, I do wonder I do wonder if he's got a touch of the Alex Petifers but slightly
0: Ooh. but slightly like he's a better
1: actor. Ooh. So he's getting away with it a bit more.
0: Yeah, fine. Yeah, Petifer got the looks but not the acting talent and uh it went the other way around here, didn't it? Yeah. Um hope he gets his act together so we can someday hear have you guys review whiplash two electric boogaloo. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, he's just made me think of something else you need to see. All right. Okay, I'll just added, Okay, something else has just been added to the pitch pile. Fine, okay. Ex Machina, I had a number of issues with the film, including what you discussed and beyond. Where does she land the helicopter without being noticed? Certainly you can't just land a whirlybird wherever you like and just walk off. On top of that, she wouldn't have even made it more than a few hours because she's battery-operated and the charging system seemed well beyond proprietary. Yeah. <laughs> uh, doubt she can stop at Radio Shack and pick up a charger. Would she not have taken this into, consider- into consideration as an intelligent being? On top of that, the pilot said they had been flying over Oscar Isaac's land for two hours. Helicopters have fairly fuel, fairly small fuel tanks. That was difficult. <laughs> so they would have to stop for fuel at least once, if not more. So we expected to believe that she stopped and gassed up unnoticed. Uh, there are more issues, but I'm trying not to pick the movie down to the bones because I did actually enjoy it. I just think it's not nearly as smart as it thinks it is.
1: Yeah. Um, I caught the end of it. Ooh, oh, shit. There's more. Sorry. Uh, Go, you carry on and I was going to say finish, flick, finish uh, flicking trouble. through Sky Movies I caught the end of it again mm. and the helicopter scene came up and <laughs> me and my wife both thought like, right hang on how many people are in that helicopter I'm
0: sure there's only one
1: really mm. I think there's two awesome I think there's two okay but go on
0: yeah uh, anyway, love you bastard, sorry I don't write much anymore I'll try harder to make you feel important because you are <laughs> uh, keep, up the, keep up the good work and stop, up, <laughs> stop apologizing for long gaps between episodes, well it does suck people can't be too demanding of free content uh, hell sorry. my show has, a, has had a two year gap and you don't see me apologizing <laughs> but I am sorry uh, oh, here's a pitch to end this long correspondence mm. Legend, the Ridley Scott and T- Tony, Tom Cruise film right, have you seen it? It's my favourite film of all time, he says, and it looks splendiferous on Blu-ray. I've never seen it. Have you? Uh, No. Right.
1: But I was thinking, when I saw this, a thought
0: Uh occurred. Yeah. Legend and legend, double bill, Tom Hardy and Tom Cruise. (laughs) No. Tom Hardy, Tom Hardy and Tom Cruise.
1: No, it wasn't that. Because I thought, oh, I haven't seen that. I didn't know if you had. Mm. And
0: I was trying to think, well,
1: if you had, maybe there might be something that we could pair it with. Mm. And then I realised, you've never seen Top Gun.
0: No, I haven't.
1: So we could do a legend and Top Gun double bill. We last Tom Cruise
0: special. Oh yeah. my god, we could. All right, okay. We're into admin on air. Yeah, let's let's put a pin in that. Yeah, uh, that's Trevor Dunn. Thank you very much, Trevor. Yeah, thank you, Trevor. So, is that everything? Yes. I hope so because we've done an hour thereabouts. Yeah. Plugs and thanks. If you have seen Inside Out and or Twelve Angry Men, you can tell us in the short form on Twitter at HWS Podcast. We're on Facebook, facebook.com slash podcast. The website is net. The email is podcast at net. Uh, we also have a YouTube channel, youtube.com slash HYSPodcast, which contains little uh, videos of movies we pitched to you, mm-hmm. uh, because we've both seen them and we're not going to cover them on this show, which we need to do more of. Yeah. And uh, the video version of the epic episode 100, which I caught our new intern watching the other day. Oh, really? Yeah. And uh, Barry. And also Barry. Yeah, we made a short film. Uh, we actually shot it almost a year ago now. Yeah. 11 months ago. Yeah. Uh, and then finally released it towards the end yeah. of last year. There may be more coming as well. Yeah. We've got ideas and things. Yeah. Have you seen productions? Is not dead. Yeah. We like shares and likes on Facebook, particularly if new show posts. We like retweets on Twitter, again, especially if new show tweets. Uh, we like reviews and ratings on iTunes, especially those with many, many stars. We like your pitches for new films and reviews of stuff we've covered. Thanks, for everybody who's listening. Especially if you've done any of those things. Thank you to Upbeat Productions for letting us into the submersible. Thank you to Alexia Mom for his technical expertise. And thank you to Nicola, the social media manager, for, I presume, continuing to manage the social media. Tom's nodding. I guess that's uh, I guess she still is. Um, we kind of had a little informal chat before we started the show. We're going to try and do these every two weeks. Yeah. Because weekly is proving very difficult. Yeah. But we also don't want to end up in the situation we were in last year, where we no. barely scraped double figures yeah. over fifty-two weeks, which is quite appalling. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we are now. We're recording this on twenty-second uh, of January, mm. so I guess we will return the first week of February.
1: Yeah. Well, let's aim for that. Yeah. 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 No,
0: no hard and fast firm date. No. But uh, yeah, that's that's the plan. Yeah. So, cool. you, did you have something else? No. Good. So join us in the first week of February when we will be talking about 12 Angry Men and one angry emotion and four No, one, one
1: happy, four angry. One of them's angry. Oh, yeah, one angry. Okay, yeah. fine. You just ruined it. No, all right.
0: Fine. 12 Angry Men and Inside Out, first week of February. Yeah. Please listen. <laughs> Bye. Bye. time you want to not do that it's brilliant <laughs> i can't help it it's dead hippie and coke <laughs> <laughs> it's 70s robbery and 21st century revenge let's try to that it again it's 70s robbery and 21st century revenge as we tackle the taking of pelham 123 and john wick and what is a fucking cunting bollocks <laughs> it's 70s revenge and tw- no the other way around <laughs> It's 70s robbery and 21st century revenge as we tackle the taking of Pelham 123 and John Wick on what is most definitely episode 125 of Have You Seen? <laughs> Wasn't quite what I wanted to say, but it'll do. I'm not doing it again. <laughs> no, fine. All right, let's do it.